All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, let me give you our number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, All right, so let's start with Kevin McCarthy is now taking the next step as it relates to an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, specifically about the Joe Biden bribery, money laundering, scandal allegations The evidence has been mounting, and in my view, the time has more than come. Listen. You know, in the months that we were gone, in the weeks, House Republicans have uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct. Taken together, these allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. Now, here's what we know so far. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his sons and his sons' business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shale companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration. Treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. It's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. Now, I do not make this decision lightly. And regardless of your party or who you voted for, these facts should concern all Americans. The American people deserve to know that the public offices are not for sale and that the federal government is not being used to cover up the actions of a politically associated family. Now, I would encourage the president and his team to fully cooperate with this investigation in the interests of transparency. We are committed to getting the answers for the American public, nothing more nothing less. We will go wherever the evidence takes us. 
Now, the evidence has been growing. The evidence now is becoming quite overwhelming, in many cases, incontrovertible in my view. Uh, Start at the beginning, Joe Biden repeatedly saying that never once did he ever talk to his son, Hunter, or his brother, or anybody for that matter, about their foreign business dealings. I never talked to them, not one time. That's not true. We've been able to chronicle, you know, dozens and dozens of meetings at the White House in Washington with uh, Hunter Biden's partners at Rosemont Seneca. Uh, we have also chronicled that the, according to Devin Archer's testimony, at least 20 instances he can recall of Joe Biden specifically talking to Hunter with Hunter's Biden's foreign business partners. Uh, we know about specific meetings with oligarchs, foreign business partners that Hunter was was making a lot of money from, including, you know, the former first lady of Moscow, a Russian oligarch uh, at Cafe Milano and Kazakhstan oligarch. We know that the amount of money we we have estimates now, it may be, according to Nancy Mace, Congresswoman Mace, that it may be north of 50 million dollars. And some are saying maybe even as high as 100 but they have tens of millions of dollars in business. And we also, of course, have the Burisma case, which I think is the biggest slam dunk case ever. And that is in October of 2015, it became official Obama administration policy for them to offer Ukraine one billion in loan guarantees because they had made sufficient progress on the issue of corruption. Joe Biden in charge of Ukrainian uh, policy for the Obama administration had a billion dollars that he brought with him on December the 9th, 2015. Five days earlier, Joe Biden was on the phone with Burisma executives. who We know from emails and other communications had been desperate for D.C. help. Hunter was with the Burisma executives. When Hunter in Dubai with the Burisma executives, they called Joe Biden. And it was only, what, four or five days later, Joe leveraged $1 billion against Obama administration policies and leveraged the billion to get a prosecutor. Their problem, the need for D.C. help, was the prosecutor investigating Burisma for corruption. That prosecutor's name is Victor Shokin. He gave Ukraine six hours to fire the prosecutor and son of a bee, they fired him. And one of the consequences of that firing is that Hunter Biden, the same guy now admitted at the time that he was addicted to crack cocaine, the same guy that had admitted on Good Morning America, no experience, he continued to get paid and enriched in spite of all of the obstructive efforts and difficulties, we know the House Oversight Committee, Judiciary's Committee, the House Ways and Means Committee, through their dogged, unrelenting pursuit, got over 150 suspicious activity reports that the Treasury Department didn't want to hand over. They got the 1023 form that Christopher Ray of the FBI did not want to hand over. That was the one with the trusted FBI informant, trusted by the FBI as evidenced by the hundreds of thousands of dollars they had paid this guy in previous cases. And that, in fact, that 1023 form alleged that Joe Biden, uh, at this conversation with the FBI informant and the head of Burisma, that the guy admitted that he had given $5 million to one Biden, $5 million to another Biden, 
He didn't want to give any of the money away and that it would take 10 years for people to figure out how he paid the money. And so we have tens of millions of dollars from a lot of hostile nations, a lot of it to deal with energy, CEFC in China, doing deals with Hunter Biden. We don't know the total amount of money in business deals. We know about a $100,000 shopping spree with a Chinese national for Hunter and his family. We know about a, a big diamond that was given as a present to Hunter Biden. We know about a sports car given and paid for the exact amount of money for that sports car sent by a Kazakhstan uh, oligarch. We know about $3.5 million in deals with the the former first lady of Moscow, the same woman that Joe later met, very soon thereafter met at Cafe Milano. We know that Joe Biden, in fact, lied at a spectacular level. And then we have the issue of who benefited. Well, when you search and they discovered a couple of dozen of these shell corporations, what's a shell corporation? Now, a corporation, an LLC, I actually have a couple of LLCs. LLCs are for businesses. And if you use them, you know, for business, you invest in in whatever you happen to be purchasing or invest in a a business so you can provide goods and services to others. That's that's what an LLC is for, limited liability corporation. But if you set up LLCs that are designed for one purpose, and that is to funnel money through so that you can funnel it from one shell corporation to another shell corporation to another shell corporation into the pockets of, according to James Comer, nine Biden family members. Uh, for, you know, for what work did they do? What did Hunter do for China? What did Hunter and, and his company do for Russia? What did they do for Romania? What did they do for Ukraine and Burisma with no experience? What did they do with the Chinese communist-run CEFC energy company for that kind of money? He had no experience in that business. Uh, and and why was his father actively involved, and why did his father lie about all of these things? We're really looking at potentially now the biggest bribery, money laundering scandal with these allegations in the history of this country. That's what we're looking at. Now, for the Biden White House to come out, and, and I'll add one other thing, it doesn't matter if Joe himself benefited. When he fired the prosecutor in Ukraine, Hunter continued to get paid for a job in which he had no experience. But there's 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 email after email after email on the laptop from hell that shows Hunter communicating with the head of finance, the guy that was running all that aspect of Rosemont Seneca, a guy by the name of Eric Sherwin, wondering how they're going to pay Pops' bills. Then there's communications with Hunter and his sister complaining that he has to give half his income to Pops. That means Joe. Then there's the reference to the big guy, 10% put aside for him in trust of Hunter. Hunter would hold on to that money. And then the email's telling about, okay, well, how are we going to pay for this home repair? What account should we take this, the money for this home repair of my dad out of? Now, the White House reacting to this House impeachment inquiry, the Biden White House claiming Republican investigators have turned up no evidence that Biden did anything wrong. Uh, 150 suspicious bank activity reports. You know, dozens of of LLCs set up by the Biden syndicate, the Biden crime family, the Biden enterprise. What's the big deal about Hunter's confession? He turns half his income over to Pops. 
What about the 5,000 emails where Joe Biden used a phony name? By the way, we've got one more email we found. One more phony pseudonym email. I'll get to that later. White House, uh, you know, scandal spokesman Ian Sims. Remember, they set up a war room inside the White House counsel's office. Ian uh, Ian Sams works as a spokesperson for the White House counsel's office, complaining Kevin McCarthy's impeachment inquiry was extreme politics at its worst. Well, maybe you can explain why the grandchildren were part of the nine family members that got paid. What, What did they do for China, Romania, Ukraine, Russia? Kazakhstan, Mexico, and all these, all these other countries. What did they possibly do for that money? And why did Joe lie to the American people, Mr. Sams, when he said he never talked to his son, brother, or anybody for that matter about their foreign business dealings? You might want to answer that question. One Republican in the House, Ken Buck, just one of several House Republicans. The, the Senate is dead set against this because the Senate is useless, frankly, being run under Mitch McConnell, who's no longer clearly up to the job, but Ken Buck is just one of several House Republicans remaining opposed to an impeachment inquiry for Joe Biden. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, who will join us later, along with Matt Gates, who will join us later, uh, is now saying that, you know, it'll be up to Buck's constituents to decide whether he's the best perfect person to represent that district. And, you know, we'll find out and see. Mitch McConnell, a lot of Senate rhinos. Oh, no, that we, Shelley uh, Moore uh, Capito saying, oh, I, I don't support this. There's not enough evidence. Really? Do these people have any clue about any of this? Now, let me tell you what we're getting ready for, too. Um, and Matt Gates kind of dropped a bombshell on McCarthy today. And he's demanding he wants votes on term limits, a balanced budget. They want the 12 individual appropriations bills that were promised, voted on and considered. He wants the release of all of the January 6th tapes. He doesn't want spending cuts to raise or no spending cut to raise the debt limit. And, um, you know, he's talking about even vacating the chair if they don't get a lot of these things done. And by the way, he may have support of some of the conservative members. In my view, if they start killing each other, then They're going to live and die together. So I think there's got to be a way for them to get in a room, lock the door, take away their phones, and hopefully go to work for the people that elected them, especially considering the very narrow, um, the very, very narrow margin they have. Uh, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Anyway, don't have it. Quick break. Right back. We'll continue straight ahead. 